0: So, we are here. My name is Robin. Uh,
1: I'm Stephanie. We don't want to wait. We don't to talk about Katie Holmes.
0: Yeah. Now, folks, if you uh, think stuff is sounding a little weird, it's only you. It's in your head. You you got to get your ears checked because it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm talking to Steph on the phone this week because <laughs> she has no internet.
1: God, we are in hell. Let me tell you. <laughs> We may, as a
0: family, just—I don't know—explode. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> well, this is better. I, I think we might have at least. I mean, you do sound a little, a, a little. Uh, you know, like uh, I was going to say phony, but that doesn't—that's not the right word. <laughs> phony. <laughs> but uh, you know, I—I I think uh, I'm going to have less editing to do this week because we. We did it on uh, your data plan last week And it was very off and on so.
1: Yeah uh, I'd have to think okay, I wonder what he just said Because I have no idea
0: <laughs> Okay, this is a good start <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, uh, 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 Okay, here we go uh, oh, oh, you're saying last week you, you were trying hard to figure out What I was saying this week you hear me. Yeah,
1: last, this week I know exactly what you're saying.
0: Okay, good.
1: Sounds like, just sounds like we're on a 1970s phone or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, I did want to say this is our last uh, Dawson's Creek esque episode. Um, so, well, you
1: know, if we wanted to do an indie episode, we could just watch uh, the. Uh, um, Lifetime
0: movie network I'll long. We'd see plenty of Andy Oh yeah I yeah, heard Kara Smith or is on that? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Last week
1: Yeah <laughs> That silver fox it's so gray now uh,
0: Alright so this week We're going to be talking about Katie Holmes She's our last uh, Core 4 character Or actress, actor, whatever In our Creek cast And uh we're gonna first start uh, talking about her first professional role. I wanted uh, Steph wanted me to, to to remind me to remind her that she saw the ice storm. So go ahead, Steph. Yeah, I
1: just watched it the other day. Uh, I guess it happened. It took place. She filmed it before Dawson's Creek because she was very very young. Yeah, like very baby face, and uh, she was only in a few scenes. It was um, where Toby Maguire's character left college cuz he really liked her. He went to her house before he came home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And uh his best friend who always it, this was something his best friend always did. He was not interested in something until he heard that he wanted it and then of course then that's when he you know would go after it. So they they all got drunk in her family's in a posh New York apartment
2: mm-hmm.
1: And she got drunk And she was just so baby faced Like she, it was hard to believe She was college age Yeah She was so young
0: um, Yeah this is a One of uh, two Katie Holmes Thanksgiving movies I'm going to probably check out next month <laughs> <laughs> uh, But we'll talk about the other one In a bit um, Is that all you had to say about The Ice Storm? Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, it, it was just a very small part.
0: All right. Well, like you said, uh, this is uh, pre-Dawson's Creek, and it's actually because of this role that uh, afterwards uh, she went to Los Angeles and for pilot season and started to audition for all sorts of things. And according to the Toledo Blade, which is like her hometown newspaper, she was offered the lead in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but turned it down.
1: Ah, I I think I remember hearing that rumor. Isn't that crazy? I wonder why she would turn it. Why would she turn it down?
0: She must have been like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) What? Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, yeah, the guy that uh, The guy that uh, did Alien Resurrection uh, No thanks, I'm good <laughs> <laughs> uh, So uh, just a little bit of uh, uh, Dawson's Creek stuff here I, I wrote down uh, So Columbia TriStar Television asked her to come to Los Angeles to audition for Dawson's Creek But there was a conflict in her schedule She had her school play Damn Yankees And she just could not let her school down They'd already sold a lot of tickets And she was like in her, one of the main roles Um, so the producers, uh, permitted her to audition on videotape. She shot it in her basement and her mother is reading Dawson's lines. And according to, um, Wikipedia, uh, the audition became the stuff of legend. No one even thought that it was weird that one of the female leads would audition via federal express back then. So, um, Paul Stupin, your favorite, uh, his first reaction upon seeing her audition was, that's Joey Potter! And Kevin Williamson said, uh, Katie has a, quote, unique combination of talent, beauty, and skill that makes Hollywood come calling. That's just the beginning. To meet her is to instantly fall under her spell. Exactly the right look for Joey Potter. She has those eyes, those eyes just stained with loneliness. So... (laughs) That's why she got. That's how she got. Joey Potter, and yeah, soon after she just mm. blew up.
1: I mean, she is the cutest thing. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's very girl next door.
0: I'm fairly uh, certain that she was the reason I kept coming back to watch the show. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was that, and probably like Spielberg references. <laughs> Um so Yeah,
1: I just I just don't think that there are very many actresses out there who are as cute
2: mm-hmm. as she is. I mean she's still cute. Mm-hmm. Even
1: as a a forty you know, thirty however old she is, thirty she's like late thirties. Yeah. She's cute cute as a buttons.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the next movie on my list I have is Disturbing Behavior. Did you get to watch that? No, I didn't. No,
1: you know, I've been in
0: hell Listen, for a week and a half. You got to check this movie out sometime. Uh, what is it about? Okay, so, uh, well, the movie is basically just like like the step for teenagers. Like, this, this whole town uh, gets taken over by. Like what's called the Blue Ribbon Club, they're basically like jocks and preppy guys and girls, and just their numbers start multiplying. That all of a sudden you see like the young losers, like all of a sudden they're the next day after meeting up with the Blue Ribbons, like getting cornered by the Blue Ribbons. Suddenly the next day they're wearing like sweaters and their hair's all slicked back, and they're wearing jack varsity jackets and yada yada yada. Um. I wrote, imagine if the skulls were bi- bi- biologically engineered and the recruiting process was being strapped to a chair and getting brainwashed. <laughs> That's disturbing behavior. Was uh, this a Kevin Williamson movie? No, no. This was a David Nutter movie. Um, the awesome, awesome David Nutter. Uh, X-Files director. Um, I mean, you know his name. You got to know his name. He's directed. Yes. The pilots mm-hmm. of, like, every genre TV show. I, I have the list here. Millennium, Dark Angel, Smallville, Roswell, Supernatural, Sarah Connor Chronicles, Arrow, Flash. A whole bunch of Game of Thrones episodes. David Nutter is the king. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, uh, I mean, this movie even sounds like an X-Files or, like, a Smallville episode. It, it, it's it got music by Mark Snow. <laughs> so, oh. Um, and also, since, you know, David Nutter... Is you know Comes from the X-Files like there are So many uh, Vancouver actors Where you're like oh my god that's so and so From the X-Files or Smallville or Supernatural Like,
1: So is it cinematic Or does it feel like a, a Extra long TV show
0: Hmm I'd say it, I mean it's David Nutter TV show level and he always Does a great job I think Um Uh it makes shows like come out of the gate, you know, uh, the problem is, uh, he, this is like his only theatrical release. And the reason why is that the movie was, uh, pretty much taken from him after its first showing. They, they took it from him and it was, this movie was like almost two hours long. They, they cut 20 minutes out of it. Um, it was so bad that he even came close to having his name removed um, but the cool thing is I have the DVD. Um, I think I got it way back when, and uh, all the deleted scenes are in there so you can see like what the completed movie would have in it, and it's got David, mm-hmm. David Nutter's commentary all over it where he's pretty much making the case of why this shouldn't have been cut. <laughs> it's very I can't believe the studio would actually say, "Oh yeah, sure, go ahead, <laughs> talk all about all over this movie that you nearly had your name removed from. It's like, I don't know, like it's, it's as great an X-Files episode as like the faculty or like final destination, like something that's got a bit more of a budget, but yet is definitely rooted in X-Files-ish stuff. Um, but, uh, uh I haven't said, uh, it stars Katie Holmes and James Marsden and Nick Stahl. Like they're the three, uh, actors in it. James Marsden is really the main star. But uh, Katie, like, plays like a bad girl in this. Um, she's get, She's got a nose ring, a belly button ring. She's a smoker. She's got a leather jacket. She's got greasy hair. She's even got, like, the faith arm tattoo. The the, <laughs> the tribal tattoo oh around the...
1: Oh, my god! So <sighs> must, I must see this.
0: <laughs> it's... Yeah. It, and I think even with the 20 minutes taken out, it's still a pretty decent movie. And... And, you know, if you don't watch the deleted episodes, deleted scenes, it's it's like an hour 20, hour 24 minutes. That's it. So
1: is it more like he wanted to have his name taken off because it was such a bad experience or he was ashamed of the
0: movie? It was more like, yeah, he, he wanted it because they took it from him and were like, oh, we're doing test screenings and they're not buying this and they're not buying that. And we need to change. They even changed the ending. You know, and I think oh, wow. you can even you can, on the DVD you can see both endings um, I think the one the studio picked is just as good as the one um, I like his is more of an emotional ending. there was like a big love mm-hmm. scene between Katie Holmes and James Marsden they completely just took it right out of the picture and and mm-hmm. uh, you know the lead up to it there's this huge emotional moment between Katie and James Marsden and David Nutter is saying in the commentary, he's like, this is like her best stuff in the movie. It was a shame that they took this out. <laughs> so, hmm. um, but yeah, if you love Katie, you love X-Files and all sorts of, you know, Vancouver shows, I would definitely suggest it. Um, uh, the next movie on my list, I didn't watch it. I just had to mention it. Cause it's kind of big go. It was at ni- 1999. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. I barely remember that. Yeah, me too.
1: Was it kind of like, oh, Pulp Fiction is so popular with its, uh, (laughs) you know, nonlinear storyline, let's do something for the kids that's nonlinear?
0: Right, I even wrote that, a junior Pulp Fiction, but, like, about rave culture. Yeah. Um, Katie, like... Plays the friend of Sarah Polly And then she like ends up having to spend the night With this drug dealer Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> um But I do like it I just didn't watch it cause She's not the star of the film so
1: Yeah and we had limited time
0: We did oh, God I had even more limited time I had to watch Black Mirror <laughs> uh. You gotta get on that Yeah <laughs> All right. Did you watch Teaching Mrs. Single? That's the next one on my list.
1: Yeah. Yes, I did.
0: Okay. Let's see what you had to say.
1: It was like an extra long episode of television. It <laughs> even had WB music. <laughs> it was very. It was just okay. Um, and I just have a problem with, um, you know, she's such a good girl. And she has a bright future ahead of her, but it, it seemed like it was uh, very taken. It was uh, it was very familiar from just watching Dawson's Creek with uh, Julia Potter's, you know, efforts to get into a good college. What is she going to do? She's got to do this. She's got what, what's going to yeah. happen. But then she goes to, uh, you know, she commits some huge. Crimes, <laughs> some major crimes. That yeah. was just what was so difficult to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, this is a, this is a Kevin Williamson joint. Uh, and, and yeah, you're right. This is this is like if Joey Potter decided that the mean mean teacher, like if she didn't have Pacey to stand up for her in class, <laughs> this is what Joey Potter might do if uh, she was about to flunk out because of a, a vindictive teacher. Um. Yeah, and of course, Mrs. Tingle was played by Helen Mirren. There was there was even a uh, a character named Mrs. Tingle in, in Dawson's Creek for like one episode. Um, the Breakfast Club episode. I think that might have been it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the, you have to basically believe that. Uh, uh these characters would be okay with holding this teacher hostage until she decides to change her mind and then like do some really awful stuff to make her look bad. So she, they can blackmail her like setting up sex photos and stuff with not only uh, Barry Watson, but also, um, um, Jeffrey Tambor, Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Yeah, I think probably like halfway through this movie I was done with it (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I wish I had a fast forward button Yeah Um, Melissa Coughlin Plays the third lead in this movie And I was like, I'd never heard of this girl before And I almost assumed that like Lindsay Lohan Ended up stealing all her roles From here on out (laughs) But I thought she was okay
1: Yeah uh, I remember her from Bones
0: Oh yeah? She
1: Yeah, she's one of the people who, you know, in Bones, over the years, they've had characters that stood in the way of them getting together.
0: Oh, I see. (laughs) She was
1: one. Ah. Uh, And then she was in this good little movie called Starship 76 Uh or something like that.
0: Something like the Uh, parody of 70s sci-fi?
1: Yes. It's great. I really like that movie.
0: Um uh yeah, I I I love the exorcism scene she does. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah, so yeah, I was just kinda like I don't know, Katie is doing her Joey Potter thing, but I, I I kept on being more interested in what Melissa Coughlin was doing this during this movie. I don't know. And and Helen Mirren of course. Helen Mirren has come out and said, "Like, why did you do this movie?" She just says, "Because they gave me a shitload of money to do it." <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though Kevin Williams yeah, is like so was so like Gaga over the fact that he got Helen Mirren to appear in his movie. Yeah, she's not
1: too proud to do. You know, she, you, you got she she owns the fact that she's. Not a prestige actress And she has become a prestige actress over the Just over the past few years
0: Yeah I can't wait to see her in the new Fast and Furious movie actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some more trivia I have here Mrs. Tingle was The role of Mrs. Tingle was offered to Gillian Anderson Who turned it down <laughs> uh, Also considered And worse. that would have been good Yeah also considered was Sigourney Weaver, Glenn Close, Sally Field. Yeah. Um, also, like, definitely uh, some some actors in this who are like, oh, well, this guy did the scream movie, this might be good. I mean, like Michael McKeon's in this, Leslie Ann Warren, Molly Ringwald is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, and it was called Killing Mrs. Tingle at first, and then Columbine happened, so they changed the title. Um, it was a uh, big bomb in the box office. It actually opened at number ten, and then week week number two, it dropped to number fifteen. So
1: <laughs> I can see why. I mean, like, there's no, there's no hook. There's no. It's it's a it's an episode of television.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not it's not a movie. It's just not cinematic. It's no. There's it's not high concept
0: it's just, and it's dragged out too like the whole thing is just dragged out and they try playing this like jealousy mind games between all of them and it's and then it's like oh is it or is she really jealous enough to the betrayer friend or is she yada 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 and it's just ugh.
1: and then you find out at the end that that uh she, her and Barry Watson's character hooked up like a year befo- before and <laughs> that like came out of the blue
0: yeah. like what <laughs> And I, you know, I don't know if anybody wants to see this movie after, or you know, that hasn't already seen it. Um, but can we just talk about what the hell was going on at the end of this movie? <laughs> um. So, so this uh, this star student comes over to Mrs. Tingle's house because she's upset that she got a grade that actually Kitty Holmes changed her grade in the grade book. And it's during this whole breakout fracas, Mrs. Tingle is trying to get out and she's fighting with the teenagers and she's, and, uh, she all of a sudden, like Katie Holmes is trying to get away. Um, and Helen Mirren pulls out this crossbow that's been bandied about the house and sh- tries to shoot her and ends up, uh, like hitting this book, uh, that the, star student is holding. And it's kind of a callback to, to the beginning of the movie. But, um and then like Michael McKeon's like, oh, how dare you shoot arrows at students? You're fired. And, 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 and then like, next thing you see is them all, all the kids graduating. And it's like, she held this woman hostage in her house for, for two days. And there's zero repercussions because in the struggle to try to get, get us to escape. She ended up nearly killing an innocent student. Like
2: what the hell? Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Weird. That was crap. Don't see it. it... Yeah. God.
1: Yeah. It was fine.
0: (laughs) What's next? Go see disturbing behavior instead. Um, (laughs) uh, I just wanted to mention uh, the gift. Uh, I think Matt, uh, Matt, a, Mentioned in the group, like, "Hey, you guys, you guys talking about the gift?" Um, but like, she's just basically plays a snobby and slutty rich girl that gets murdered. Um, it's like her first nude scene. Like, this is the year two thousand. She's in fourth or fifth season of Dawson's Creek, and I guess uh, probably wanted to be like, "I'm not Joey Potter," even though I just played her in the last last movie I was in that flopped. <laughs> I'm not Joey Potter. <laughs> <laughs> So, was that the movie with Shirley Theron? No, it was uh Kate Blanchett.
1: That's what I mean. That oh. that other that other actress.
0: Yeah. And, and uh,
1: Keanu Reeves.
0: Keanu Reeves. Greg Kinnear. Um Okay. And I, then think, I
1: think I have that she, I think I own that. Or I think I have my mother's copy.
0: It's a good movie. I, I remember liking it. I've seen it a couple times. I just didn't watch it again for this because she's She's basically the girl that gets killed, and then you have to—it's like a whodunit uh, on mm-hmm. who killed her. So, and she gets to act like super snobby and slutty because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like sleeping with like three different characters, and all the flashbacks You say. Um. Okay, the next thing I have on my list is uh, 2001. Uh, she was on SNL. Did you watch mm-hmm. that? I sent you the link. I don't know.
1: Mm, probably
0: not. Oh yeah, I'll just quickly mention. There's like three skits I think that are, like are fun. Um, there's one where it's uh, she's playing Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon's playing Tom Green, and it's like Drew Barrymore's house is on fire, and she's being interviewed by Meyer Rudolph, and I, Katie does a pretty good Drew. She does the kind of like ah my god, like the, <laughs> like the really. Um, excessive Drew Barrymore <laughs> impersonation mm-hmm. and Jimmy Fallon is like all in playing Tom Green. This is back when Jimmy Fallon was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> um, and that was funny. Uh, the, the The classic, the lovers uh, sketch. She was a part of that too. Um, did you ever see the Levas with Will Ferrell and Rachel Dratch with their like, uh, they're like lovers does and not- they talk about their love making all the time in front of people and make it super mm, awkward.
1: Nah. Anyway, does not sound familiar.
0: She plays, she's paired up with Jenny B. Fallon again. And they're like a couple and they're talking to the lovers and they're super awkward. But then Katie ends up getting turned on at the end of the skit. And it's funny. Uh, the last one I wanted to mention was, uh, the skit called by the balls. Um, <laughs> where Katie plays an actress who has to shoot multiple takes playing a cop who is interrogating Will Ferrell's um, criminal character by just grabbing him forcefully by the testicles, like really just winding up and grabbing him. And I swear Will Ferrell must have been wearing a cup for this because there were times when like Katie was in there with like both hands and squeezing. (laughs) Um, It's pretty funny. (laughs) This is what this and and I was happy to watch this because it was like during one of those peak times for SNL. Like they have ups and downs, you know. And I think the early two thousands SNL is uh, some great stuff, great cast. Anyway, uh, so the next thing on my list is 2002's two's Abandon, and you saw it at least half of it.
1: <laughs> Abandon, yeah, I saw some of it. Uh, this was by the same guy who wrote Syriana, the director of the maybe wrote Seriana huh. and has written some good movies. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty good. Like, she's a graduate student at college and at just like Ivy League college. And these headhunters come around to interview these students to see, you know, to get some perspective, employer employees. And she's just like a shark. She's tough and uh, tells these, like, like assertive stories, you know, and they really like her. But the rest of the time she acts like, uh, you know, just a just a meek college student and she starts, her boyfriend disappeared from school. Mm-hmm. And she starts seeing it. Like, there are there's scenes where there's, there are flashbacks of how they met. He was... Uh, like the choral choral leader, and she she sang, she sings in Abandoned.
0: Oh, really? And
1: uh, yeah, and then there's scenes where you don't know if it's a flashback, if it's a memory, or if she's seeing him. And uh, but uh, yeah, so I say see it. I thought it was pretty good. It. Benjamin Bratt is the detective that's investigating the
0: the missing. Mm -hmm. I swear I saw this when I was working at Blockbuster But I have zero memory of it (laughs) I think I know Mm -hmm. the end I think I know the end That's about all I know But I don't want to say the end on here seems like
1: they're in a cave Are they in a cave or something? I have no idea
0: Okay Uh, What's next? Next one is another one that only you saw Which is uh, 2003's Pieces of April
1: Ah (laughs) <laughs> that was a good movie. I
0: I saw and this a she, while ago. Is I remember really enjoying. it. I just barely remember it.
1: Yeah, I remember I saw it back in the day. And you know she has the bangs and the the streaks in her hair and so the uh, heavy heavy eye makeup. But what it is, she lives with her boyfriend, her black boyfriend Whoa. in oh in New York. <laughs> Yeah. And her family lives like in the suburbs, and they're estranged. And her mother the, must be, that the, must be the worst people in the world because how can you birth a child and then refuse to have anything to do with them? Uh. But uh, her mother is like it's Patricia Clark plays her mother. Oh, nice.
2: um
1: the father
0: is, oh my gosh. He's that guy, you know?
1: <laughs> Hold on. Loading. It's going to come to me in a minute.
0: <laughs> Loading steps. You Steph know
1: him. he was in. Was it Jeffrey Chambord? Was, was he in? No.
0: Close. <laughs> He's in a million things. What was one yeah, other thing I can't music? believe it.
1: I can't believe I came up with Jeffrey Tambor, but cannot believe cannot come up with this guy's name.
0: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> please continue talking.
1: Oliver Pratt.
0: Oliver Pratt. Platt. There you go. Oh, I, was high say, high high. I was just about to look it up.
1: <laughs> okay, and the brother is one of the guys from the newsroom, and the sister nice. is one of the girls from the newsroom. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh um shoot. What is her
0: name? <laughs> Allison Pell and John Allison Gallagher Hill. are both in this movie as brother and sister and they were romantically involved in yes. the, in the newsroom. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh and then there's a grandmother that they they pick up from the nursing home that uh-huh. she hardly does anything. And it's just a uh, the whole movie, it's the family coming into New York to visit and uh, April's stove is out and she has to, you know, make, she's never cooked, it's obvious she's never cooked in her life mm-hmm. and it drove me crazy. I just want to take those potatoes away from her and uh, kill them myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you know, like, it's obvious she- She has... It's it's not just that the mother just refuses to have anything to do. You know, you can tell they both are guilty. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They both have reasons for the estrangement. But I just... But the father... You can tell the father would not have... um, He was only going by what the mother... Like, he was taking he should have stood up and went and saw his child. Hmm. Instead, you could tell, you know what I'm saying? He was just letting the mother control the situation.
2: Right, yeah.
1: Uh, Where where he he should have been the man of the family and said, we're going to visit our child or Mm -hmm. we're going to invite our child over. But it's probably a lot more complicated than that. So... Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: This is going to be my s- my second and my double feature of Katie Holmes Thanksgiving movies next month. So because
1: there's all these little <laughs> there are all these little characters they all run into. Yeah, that add to it, and then you're wondering what the boy the boyfriend leaves like he helps her get the dinner started, but then he leaves and he's up to something, and you'd wonder what what scheme that he's got going on.
0: Isn't he bringing his parents over or something, or? Something with his no
1: uh uh-uh. uh nothing with his parents
0: oh, okay yeah I can't remember
1: <laughs> but it's it's a it's a, uh, it's a cute movie uh-huh. but you know as a parent it just you know I'm sorry I judge I mm-hmm. judge people who uh you know are estranged from their children yeah. like, how how can you be a horrible human being <laughs> mm-hmm. no matter what your child does.
0: Uh, Was there a reason Do you What was the reason For the estrangement
1: There was a lot of Just uh, Just this um, We just didn't like each other
2: Oh okay
1: But also But also she Katie Holmes April was Dated a drug dealer Uh, And I guess She did
0: drugs So Right Okay. Anything else?
1: Anyway, I mean? you you got the feeling that you got the feeling that both were guilty of of something, but then there were there was also they just didn't get one. They just clashed hmm. because the younger sister she was the one that tried to uh, the like the overachiever kid, the one that tried to fix everything, the one that tried to help, and then the mother was just ugly to her. And and the son was her favorite child mm-hmm. People that have favorite children That's another thing, I'm sorry um, yeah. I'm judgmental, you shouldn't have Favorite children
0: Yeah Yeah, this director I'm look, just looking up the director He's, He did uh, uh, Dan in Real Life uh, um, About a Boy
1: I like that movie yeah. Oh, it, about a boy was huge, wasn't it? People, yeah. look,
0: I never saw about a boy. Oh yeah, it's a lot it of amazing, fun. I mean,
1: amazing.
0: you know, it was written by uh, the guy who wrote uh, High Fidelity, and his. I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna completely ignore his name because I don't know what it. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I know we, who you're talking about. We can't that. do it. No more. Nick Cornsby, Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, So he adapted the book. Um, also, he did The Odd Life of Timothy Green, which was a. Like a family film with Jen Garner in it? I, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Any other pieces of April you want to talk about?
1: No, I think it, it, it's... i think it's a great little family movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it.
0: Totally. All right, so we've come to the point in Katie's career, and uh, it is this is 2005, and I n- labeled this topic Batman begins and Tom Cruise <laughs> so uh, Batman begins um Katie plays Rachel doffs, um who is uh,
1: so wait yeah wait was she, was she date dating Tom Cruise when she got the part? No, did he have her get the part? uh
0: no, uh, she got the
1: part, and then they started dating.
0: Uh, according to trivia that I found online, I don't know anything about people's private lives except for what I read online. Uh, by the time of release, Katie was exclusively dating Tom Cruise. This is when couch jumping happened, and uh, they were being all very uh, public about. You know, there was it was very overexposed. Um, very very. Let me just quickly talk about the movie. The movie is great. I think that, uh, I mean, her character does not come from the comics. And according to trivia, it was created by Christopher Nolan and David S. Goyer with Katie in mind, because they said they wanted a character that has the girl-next-door quality. <laughs> and they're like, well, mm-hmm. who better to get than Joey Potter? And, you know, this yeah, is Yeah, like, the
1: Miss girl-next-door.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is 2005, like... Dawson's Creek ended like two years ago. It's crazy.
1: And so why did she not play in the sequel? Was it because of uh, Siri? Siri? Uh,
0: if you're gonna keep skipping ahead, I'll skip ahead. <laughs> but but uh, the it's it, uh, according to the trivia I found it. Like I heard, uh, okay, I heard that her overexposed relationship uh, was the reason why she wasn't back for Dark Knight. Also I've read places that Tom was picking her roles for her And he didn't want her to go back Because of some sort of jealousy with Christian Bale Also I heard the Church of Scientology Was picking her roles Um, Mm -hmm. According to Public statements said by Christopher Nolan and Katie Holmes It was offered to her But she had already committed to making another movie That movie was Mad Money with Diane Keaton And Queen Latifah
1: (laughs) That's. I would assume that when you make a Batman movie, that you are signed up, that you are contractually obligated for the sequels. Yeah. Because of this
0: is like this. Who knows? Who knows if they they wanted to yeah, contract? Yeah, who
1: knows what the real truth is?
0: Yeah. I don't know if they said, "Well, we're making this brand new take on Batman. I hope people like it." You know? Are they going to say, "Well, we need to get like Katie Holmes is probably one of the last." People that they need to make sure that is signed on for the next one. You got to have Batman. You got to have Alfred. You got to have Lucius yeah. Fox. Uh, or
1: maybe they weren't happy with her performance. Maybe, okay. the and they wanted Maggie because Jill- Maggie Jillian Hall's really she's a, she's a good actress. Maybe yeah. they wanted somebody more mature, more uh,
0: I, yeah, sophisticated. I did, maybe the, it, no public. Of course, nothing public said about that. Maggie Gyllenhaal actually came out and was just like, I super respect what Katie did in Batman Begins. I'm just going to do my take on this character, you know? Um, and, you know, I just, at this point, I mean, okay, backing up really quick, like, i really liked her in batman begins i thought she was great um i mean you know it's katie holmes and she's doing she she did a good job she, i she can sell the girl next door childhood uh sweetheart thing very well <laughs> um yeah she earned a million dollars for it and it's her most successful movie ever <laughs> like and and at the yeah, t- so why would she
1: not come back for the sequel
0: at the time I was hoping that we'd see Katie start seeing Katie. Like, it was like, Oh man, she's going to be like a big Hollywood star now, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, she's, she's said she was committed to mad money. She was making mad money. And she even admitted oh, in, in uh, interviews, like she had like a major girl crush on Dan, Diane Keaton, like observed what she wore on set offset, like she, I, it could be just because she was just like, listen, I've, I'm, I'm set. I'm living. I'm married to Tom Cruise. I just made on a million dollars, I can I, do what I want.
1: Whatever. Do. Yeah, she can. I'm
0: happy. Yeah. I want to work with Diane oh Keaton. <laughs> you know.
1: I mean, I can understand that. I can I can. I can respect that. But oh my god, do you remember that terrible photoshopped poster of Mad Money? Oh oh awesome. god,
0: where they're all like jumping up and yeah.
1: Yeah, and everybody's, like, so out of proportion.
0: (laughs) I have to look at it again. I do remember the poster, though. Um, All right, so uh, just continue on this whole thing here. Um, So she got married to Tom Cruise, and it's like, I don't know. I'm just looking up things. I mean, I understand she probably, there there could be, like, um, she could have just gotten married and been, like, (laughs) <laughs> I love Scientology and blah, 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 who cares? I'm going to do terrible and everything and yada, yada, yada. But I just, I just feel bad for like Katie after this. It's just like after she got married and all the over- overexposure, like the critics are just like savaging her and like everything. When, when she didn't she, for one thing, she got nominated for a Razzie for Batman begins, which was just awful. Um, I saw, like, critics talking about, like, I was looking up, I was like, why didn't she come back for the Dark Knight? I wonder if there's any official word. And I was coming across article after article saying things like, you know, nobody really cares that she was replaced. Or, uh, you know, she's just out of place in this movie. She's an afterthought. She's the weakest link of Batman Begins. Who cares? you know and you know super super dramatic actress Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal oh man i want to see more of what she's got to offer you know so they really didn't care that Katie got replaced nobody cared people were tired mm-hmm. of tomcat <laughs> yeah um and uh yeah there was there's rumors. I don't know any. I don't like to dig too deep into this stuff because I just still want to like watch Tom Cruise movies and not be irked by it. But you know, there's the whole Scientology controversy. The the fact that the church. Well, now. Like, what
1: I heard go ahead. was I heard that in Hollywood, it's common knowledge that all of his his marriages and relationships are all they're all contractual, right? Because he because he is gay. And like, everybody knows. Right. And she was she was contracted for another child, but somehow, I don't know, I guess he let her out of her contract.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but I, I just heard that on a podcast. I yeah. don't live in Hollywood. I've never been to Hollywood. Yeah, I don't exactly. know what people in Hollywood know.
0: We have no idea. And, you know, it's like she comes out and does interviews after her divorce, and she doesn't talk bad about him, I and mean, she just is I'm moving on and this is, you know, and she even said that she's, um, she's gone back to the Catholic church, you know? Um, see, okay. My take on it. And, you know, you hear it in interviews that Katie just fell in love with the biggest star in the world. And that any interview you see with this guy, he's just like the most passionate and intense guy. And I just think that Katie just, just fell under his spell. I, (laughs) Just I think she mm-hmm. was in love, and she was just swept up in all of it and I don't know you know you could say that somebody would be i mean it 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 it's it's really kind of a horrible thing to say about Katie to think that like she's the kind of person that would um like i will i will accept a giant paycheck, and I know I'll be out of this marriage in uh, a few years or actually like six years. Uh, if I produce a child for Tom Cruise, in fact, like there's rumors that he has nothing to do with Surrey after the divorce. Like mm-hmm. they, he hasn't seen her in years. I, I have no idea. She it's said she got full custody. Um, I think if Katie ever spoke out and said that she like lived in fear of him for real, and like she like terrible things happened to her, or terrible things happened to the kid because of Tom Cruise, maybe then I'd be like. He'd, he'd get put on the Bill Cosby shelf or something like that. You know? like, I don't want anything to do. Yeah, with, yeah. But until then, I'm sorry, yeah.
1: And, and what I always wonder is, okay, say that is true that they had this contract marriage. Hollywood was kind of built on that, yeah. you know, on this uh, this like they would market these couples and their. Public image would be a lot different than probably what went on in private. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder if what, it, because like, uh, you know, these days people will say, "Oh, well, they're sexualizing that actress." Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what we're used to. Yeah. We're used to the industry sexualizing this actress and making this actor look, you know, macho, and masculine, and
0: yeah, it's selling. So, um, in in different ways, yeah. To help that them get Hollywood roles.
2: creates, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, creates their image and uh, just like the tabloids. These tabloids are so ridiculous, and it, you know, it's just things have changed now. People don't pay attention to the tabloids and don't believe, you know, what's in them. But yeah, it makes you wonder if what is what is real, what how that's happened in the past, uh, you know.
0: So I definitely want to stress these are – I, I, I don't know. We just know what we're given in the press. Yeah,
1: thing. I mean it's just fun to talk about. Yeah,
0: but, yeah. Um, but, I
1: mean I hope she's, had, I hope she's happy with uh,
0: – Jamie Foxx?
1: She was, Jamie Foxx, yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, she's a fun guy.
0: As soon as I popped in Katie Holmes into Google, I heard that she and, she and Jamie Foxx, A, were not dating – B, we're getting married, and C just totally broke up recently. <laughs> so who knows?
1: Yeah. Did she have a baby? Is she having a baby?
0: was it she pregnant with this baby? I don't know. I guess we'll okay. find out soon. Anyway, it, uh, definitely want to stress though. I, 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 it, the, the you can't you can't have an episode talking about Katie Holmes without. Digging into that a little bit But Yeah In the end it's just not our job to figure it out And Maybe if some sort of official thing comes out Later We'll know better But Whatever Anyway Uh Anything else you wanted to say about that?
1: Uh Siri, Siri sure is cute She is <laughs> She's such a uh, You know Uh Combination of the two of them Cute as yeah. a
0: button And yeah like you said during Pieces of April Like the The parents abandoning children I really hope that Tom Like is a part of his child's life I just, I, You know that would definitely make me Sour on him quite a bit um.
1: Yeah we'll see Okay <laughs> let's continue on this <laughs> Down this path Now him and Uh <clears throat> Olga. What was his other wife? Olga? Oh god. No, Olga. O-H-G-A-H. Olga. Who was the other actress what? he was married to? Are you ta- Tom Cruise. Well,
0: there's Nicole Kidman. Married
1: Nicole Kidman. <laughs> god, words, name. Olga. What? Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> is such a bad connection. You know, they adopted children. They did. She didn't have,
2: uh, hmm.
1: you know. They didn't have children, right? And uh, I always wondered who raised those children. Hmm. I don't. I don't think he sees those kids.
0: Who knows? I'm. I. I just want to keep believing he's awesome. <laughs> I've actually. And see
1: now, now she's married to Keith Urban, and they have a child, right? Children, a child.
0: So. I once contemplated doing a Tom Cruise podcast, just talking about like every single one of his movies. Cause it's like any Tom Cruise movie. I pretty much, uh, I, I enjoy at least a little bit. <laughs> very I mean, you know, you have seen.
1: to wonder, did Katie see Nicole Kidman's career and say, I could have that.
0: Oh yeah. I say in this too.
1: contract, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but bottom line, I think, um, Katie is, I'm going to say it again, cute as a button, <laughs> I, but she doesn't have a lot of range. I think her her acting ability is very specific. Mm-hmm. She's not a Michelle Williams. She's not a Nicole Kidman. Right. She's not a Diane
0: Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although you know, I again, this is this could be. This could be her, or this could be the opportunities that are given to her. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let's continue talking about more Katie Holmes movies. I have... Okay. Unless you want to talk some more gossip.
1: (laughs) Nah, I'm gossiped
0: out. All right. Our gossip segment uh, is over now. We're going to go back to talking about movies again. 2011's "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark." Did you actually watch this?
1: You know, I saw the like teaser opening of it back when it first came out. You know, with the teeth and everything. And I was like, "Oh, you know, by it's produced by one of it's produced by Guillermo del Toro. It's one of his guys. Oh, this is gonna be good." Um, I watched the first few minutes of it. It's kind of boring. Really? But, you know, I didn't want. I can't really. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't give an opinion of, of a movie that I just saw
0: 20, oh.
1: 30 minutes of.
0: Oh, you didn't You didn't watch it? You watched a little bit of it? No,
1: I watched a little bit of it. Oh. And, um, I, I have no internet. I can't, uh. can't do anything. <laughs> when you don't have internet, you can't do anything. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right. Well, I have kind of a different opinion of this. Um, I think uh, it's funny because I've been balancing out all this month, Dawson's Creek, people's movies with uh, Halloween films, uh, any sort of scary movie or whatever, and I always – jump at the chance to like last week with shutter (laughs) with Joshua jackson yeah uh i jumped i wanted to jump at the chance to do to watch a scary movie starring a dawson's creek actor and uh don't be afraid of the dark is a perfect film to pop in uh for your halloween time if folks if you haven't seen this movie uh, and you are listening to this in october this is a uh this is a great film to drop in um Katie plays stepmom to a little girl who sees creepy little creatures that live in the basement of this like gigantic, gorgeous gothic mansion that um, they you know they all live in. Um, this is uh, Guy
1: Pierce is her
0: father. Yeah, Guy Pierce, um, and you know it's it's just your classic thing where like the little girl sees things and scary things are happening, but the father won't believe her. They you know, and it's 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 terrible because it's like they were recently divorced. There's hints that the kid was on some, like the mother had her on like Adderall or whatever. And now, you mm-hmm. know, she's living with the dad because of, you know, abuse almost. Um, and then like, so he's starting to think that he, the, the child has emotional problems and brings in like, you know, psychiatrists and stuff. And Katie, Katie plays a stepmom who is just trying to have an in with this child. But, and is slowly starting to believe that maybe she's telling the truth. I mean, it's just that classic story where, you know, the kid is, like, screaming at things and is being made to look like a lunatic. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, the, oh, the, the daughter is played by this great little actress uh, named Bailey Madison. Um, mm-hmm. she really, I just recently watched all of Once Upon a Time and she plays uh young Snow White and uh she's just the most precocious of precocious little kids. And now it's yeah, now it's like five years later, I see like pictures of her. She's in some sort of like ABC family show or Disney show and she's like fully grown and it's kind of weird to see her. Uh, that I think she's like really, really talented and I. I hope. Uh, mm-hmm. I I wonder if it's like just a child actor thing. Like she just had it, and I haven't seen her in anything newer. But I hope she has a great career. Cause... Yeah,
1: she was in. Yeah, she was in some sitcom. I think wasn't it the sitcom where it was Bradley Whitford and Marsha, Marsha Brady, Mm-mm.
0: Gay Harden. <laughs> her
1: that would. Oh yeah, and. Yeah, you know where it was like his his wife and his all of his ex wives and all of his children and no idea. Yeah, she was in she was in that sitcom. It didn't okay. last very long. I think if you will see. Uh
0: yeah, so she's really great. Um, mm-hmm. Guy Pierce is is. Is is good in it as well, and Katie, I I just I liked Katie uh, in it. She's uh, she's got quite the scream on her. She could be a good scream queen if she wanted to. Um, and it's you could see that you know she's she's a mom in real life now because she really takes on that mom role in Don't Be Afraid of the Dark really well. Um, this mm-hmm. is uh, a remake of like a seventies TV movie, which uh, many critics were like. The original's better. I've never seen it. Uh, uh, on its own, I think it's just something you should definitely check out if you want to, like a, a creepy haunted house style, uh, like in the style of uh, Guillermo del Toro. Even though he's not the one that directed it, his, his, his fingerprints are all over this thing.
1: Yeah, the guy that directed it has done nothing else. No. I thought that was odd. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> all right. Um... Uh, The next thing I I, I have to, on my list, is uh, the episode of How I Met Your Mother, where she guest stars, called The Slutty Pumpkin Returns. Again, it's a Halloween episode. I'm springing at it because this is the time of year. Um, How I Met Your Mother is a show that uh, had a horrible finale and really soured my taste for the show. Uh, I did not watch it. Oh, God. Just don't. Just don't ever do it. Um, this is the seventh season. It's starting to teeter towards that direction of bad um, or just simply play uh, like, out. Like the – the
1: uh, was that the season where it took place in the inn where it's a waiting <laughs> That was the season. last
0: season. That was uh, nine? Season nine? Ugh. Yeah, that that, was... that
1: episode with Manuel Miranda uh, with the rap with the 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 rhyming that was awful.
0: <laughs> but he was great, the
1: Slutty Pumpkin. What it didn't like that was like early in the show, and then yeah. they came back to it. The yeah. Hanging Chad.
0: This is the sequel to the first season Halloween episode. It's and it's like a big riff on It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, where like one Halloween ten years ago, Ted went to a Halloween party dressed as a hanging Chad and uh made a connection with a girl who's dressed up like a slutty pumpkin, which are just hilarious costumes. Um, She wrote her number on a piece of Halloween candy that ended up getting given away to trick-or-treaters. So every single Halloween since, Ted goes to the same party, dressed as the hanging chad, to hopefully find the slutty pumpkin again. So it's very Linus and the Great Pumpkin. (laughs) Um, So... In this episode, Ted finally decides to go see. He's like, "Well, the slutty, the slutty pumpkin is kind of a unique costume." We check out, and he goes to a costume shop. And of course, the costume shop owner has the address of the people that uh, uh, rent the costumes out. And of course, this shop owner uh, gives him the address, which is really just don't do that, costume shop owners. (laughs) And why do you have the address anyway? Um, so, so he finally properly meets her, and it's funny because every single kind of flashback to the slutty pumpkin, you see, like the back of the girl's head. Well, he goes to the apartment, the door opens, and voila, it's Katie Holmes. And uh, yeah, I remember being very, very shocked by this, <laughs> as this Katie Holmes is ends up playing the girl that got away. And it's just I don't know. They, they go into this whole like uh, Seinfeld esque plot where. Um, they get together. It's it's, uh, but it's not as great as Ted thought it would be. Like everything they do, from like kissing to holding hands, like it just none of it works for him. And she seems to be very obsessed with the song One Week, which uh, was the song that was playing when they first met, and like sings it to Ted as foreplay, which just repulses him even more. <laughs> And so, uh, at the end of the episode, like he ends up breaking up with her at the Halloween party, and we discover that Naomi, uh, the slutty pumpkin, was just as repulsed as he was. And all these flashbacks throughout the episode, uh, we hear her thoughts, and there's just none of them are good. And she like sings one week to him as like a like a joke that he just was not getting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, they break up, and Ted can go back to obsessing over Kobe Smulders. So yada yada yada. <laughs> well, what just
1: Was it her? That uh she had a roommate that was the mother?
0: No, no that was a different girlfriend of Ted's. I remember that too. Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, right. that was fun.
1: Let's move on.
0: 2014's Miss Sorry. Meadows. Please go take it away. All right,
1: Miss Meadows. This was a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? This this movie was it was uh inspired by a a child abduction. Wow. And so it's like revenge. It's a revenge movie. Yeah. And it's very odd. Like I thought that it was going to go in a much darker which is pretty dark. Like murdering child abductors is kind of dark. But I thought it was going to get... I thought she was like crazy. You know?
0: Well... I mean she she was. <laughs> she had she, she was imagining something the entire time that wasn't happening. I don't know wanna spoil too much about this movie, but she's more like she's more like Dexter or like the Punisher. <laughs> Where uh-huh. Like, like she she uh she basically sees evil and then she in you know, she goes and puts it down basically with her little uh her little uh Tiny pistol in her purse. Um, she's uh, she's she's great. She's this eccentric, polished, uh, fashionable young woman who wears tap shoes, uh, teaches elementary school kids, and murders bad guys. <laughs>
1: yeah, I liked the uh, scene where you know the police officer takes her, picks her up from school, and takes her. Uh, you know, they go for a ride, and they yeah. like. Uh, have a picnic and she dances.
0: Yes, that was great. <laughs> yeah, she's like she's always seems to be like sorta of dancing in this movie with the tap shoes, you know? Yeah. Uh it's like a like I wrote down, this is like a citizen of Pleasantville turned veg- vigilante. <laughs>
1: yeah. Her her uh her yard is very manicured and mm-hmm. her you know she's she's a perfectionist in a lot of ways and Everything has to be just right And then when she You know the The police officer Meets her he's just Falls in love with her and you're like oh this is Not gonna end
0: well Yeah. And may I say They have one of the most sanitary Sex scenes I've ever seen (laughs) It's so Composed and yet fun Like it seems like a lot of fun But also like this isn't like Super hot (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, not very sexy.
0: <laughs> um, but I gotta say, like, Katie is fantastic in this movie. Like, like she
1: really she, is. Like it, it plays to her strengths.
0: Yeah, but I think she's doing something different here. Like, this is more like adult Katie. Adult Katie. She's not girl next door. She's like prim and proper, but she's got this like screw loose. She's like. Every bit of like mannerisms that she's doing, like her speech, like every, every movement is composed that she does. It's, it, mm-hmm. uh, she, I think she's, uh, this is probably like, I would say like, if you like Katie Holmes, you got to check this movie out. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. It, it could have been. Because, okay. because like everybody, everybody in the movie is normal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But her. Right.
1: They're like average, normal reality. And she's like in a, somewhere else. Like, I don't know. I she love her interactions
0: stand-up. with her neighbor. <laughs> um, Mary Kay Place, I think, plays her. Uh, and it's just, she's just every single time like she's walks away like, what the heck is wrong with that woman?
1: <laughs> and see, I just, you know, she talked. Who was her mother? Her mother was. Uh, Jean Smart. Jean. Jean Smart, yeah. yeah. It's like I was like, I bet her mother doesn't exist. I wonder if her mother is a figment of her imagination. <laughs> but no, uh, that's not where the movie was going. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I, it, it, you do see like where, she, how she becomes like this is this is also kind of like an origin story. <laughs> you see how how she ends up being the person she is. Too. It's it, so. It's kind of cool in that. Um I got to say, this is kind of build like a black comedy, and I was all excited to see something weird and John John Watersy. I, I have to say, it could have been a lot more twisted, but it. Yeah. And, and more like, more like mor- moral complexity. Like like if it, like all the people that she murders are pretty much horrendous people. <laughs> yeah. And. uh and, and the end it's is just—is she going to get away with it? Yeah. yeah, and the end is just a bit tidy. I, it's a—it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to give it much away because it's. Uh, I think people should check this out. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Too happy of an
0: ending. Too uh, tidy. Yeah, um, yeah. Too tidy. I think there should have been more maybe bad things that could have happened to Miss Meadows. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Any more to talk about there?
1: I believe that would get it. Yeah, I mean... What a a weird career Katie Holmes has had.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems like she's trying to get out of something and then just got like like engulfed in the Tom Cruise quicksand and now is kind of struggling to get out of that still, you know, but I mean, there's two movies that are coming out that haven't been released yet, at least, uh, to the public. I mean, I think it's played at festivals, but all we had, which is starring and directed by Katie Holmes. And there's another one called uh touched with fire where she plays a, a it's basically two bipolar poets that fall in love And the other poet is played by Luke Kirby Our old friend Luke Kirby Oh,
1: Luke Kirby
0: <laughs> so, Yeah,
1: which one Is that the one that's getting like, really good reviews?
0: I uh, think they, Yeah, I think that That was released at a festival earlier this year And did get some good reviews um, Some things I wish I could have seen Also, there's Muppets from Space Has a cameo where Katie Holmes and Josh Jackson show up on this beach and are actually playing Joey and Pacey. And it's, it's like, they're just like, what the heck is going on here? There's a bunch of Muppets on the beach kind of thing. But I couldn't for the life of me find uh, a copy of it on YouTube. And I wasn't about to go out and rent Muppets from space just to find this 30 second scene <laughs> to rewatch. Yeah, uh, But I, so I barely remember it, but uh, uh, I have to say uh, that's interesting I've never seen the Kennedys I've, I've always wanted to see the Kennedys Have you ever seen the Kennedys? I think I saw part of it Enough to know That she played Jackie
1: And yeah, To see who played
0: Jack But I can't remember who it was Who is it? Is, is Greg Kinnear the one that plays John Kennedy? Is it? Yeah I Yeah I wanted to see it Uh, And there's already They're already uh, either filming Or they're just starting to Going to be released a a, a sequel to it Which is after his death And it's just like Jackie On her own I guess Uh, It's called After Camelot Also she was in the Third season of Ray Donovan I'd never watched Ray Donovan so I didn't Feel comfortable popping those episodes in Because I'm a completist and I need to see things from the beginning (laughs)
1: Oh my god Robin You need medication <laughs> <laughs> Yes Yeah uh, yeah. We started watching We watched the first few episodes Of Ray Donovan And couldn't get into it mm-hmm.
0: Alright well That's it That's all I have for, for Katie and for Dawson's Creek
1: I think that Oh my god we're done with Dawson's Creek Officially <laughs> that's so sad Yeah, yeah. Um Goodbye, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, you know, I look upon you with, you know, fond with fond memories. hmm Not perfect, but what is?
0: I loved it. I was so glad you made me do that, and uh I think I was a little ambitious for our movie watch because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm looking let's, forward to yeah, just watching a simple out. show.
1: Yeah, we started out to watch watching two movies, and you ended up trying to watch their whole filmography. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's sad that I mean, at least I, I, I'm glad I got to see a lot of those Michelle Williams movies that I've always wanted to see that I never gave a chance to. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can say that about all the actors. I, there's there's a few I could have skipped, but uh, um, there's there's definitely a lot of ones that I've had on my list to watch someday. So. That was another reason why I wanted to do this movie watch too. So we know Dawson's Creek. We know our actors really well. They're close to us and we'll, we'll never forget them. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, perhaps we'll see them in other things. So that's it for our Dawson's Creek coverage. And we don't want to wait instead of shutting the podcast down though. We're going to be keep it going, uh, by binge watching more teen or young adult dramas, Uh, For the next couple of months, we're going to be doing a crossover with our main show, which is the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. The crossover will be published on both feeds. So if you aren't subscribed to the iZombie feed, you're going to still be able to get episodes on this feed uh, of what we're doing next, which is Hellcats, uh, (laughs) a CW cheerleading drama that was canceled after one season. Um the reason why we're doing the crossovers is because Hellcats stars Ali Machaka, who just got promoted to the main cast of iZombie. And Steph, I have an I have a synopsis for you. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> to get you ready for it. Ready.
1: Ready. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: Hellcats follows Marty Perkins, a pre-law college student at Lancer University who lost her scholarship and has no other choice but to join the college's cheer squad, the Hellcats, in order to obtain a new one. There she meets her new roommate and team captain, Savannah Monroe, the injured flyer, Alice Verdura, her new partner, Lewis Flynn, and the Hellcats... Hellcats coach Vanessa Lodge who hopes to win nationals otherwise the cheerleading program will be cut all the while Marty also has to deal with her financially unstable and sometimes irresponsible mother Wanda Perkins whom she often has to bail out of difficult situations and her best friend Dan Patch (laughs) so that's the synopsis oh I remember why I didn't watch this show because
1: Cheerleading isn't something you just fall back on. It's a very competitive. You know what I mean? It's a very competitive sport. I These have, girls have cheered their entire lives. Mm-hmm. You don't just go on a fluke and audition, you know, try out for the cheerleading squad in college.
0: I have a feeling that she's going to realize that this isn't a joke and she's going to she's going to be like she's going to be like, you know, Eliza Dushku and bring it on. Like, not taking it seriously, and then realizing she's got to give it all for the team. Yeah. T-E-A-M. yeah I,
1: wonder if, I wonder if they were like, yeah, bring it on. That was a good movie. Kids yeah. that. It like that. was a TV show like that. But we don't own the rights to bring it on. But it's. <sighs> <laughs> I, I wonder if, they, if that was the inspiration for it.
0: I don't know. Uh, I'm going to try not to bore you with too much research as we just simply watch a show and uh, talk about it.
1: Right. <laughs> we are just going to watch a show and just have a casual conversation. <laughs> and whether it's thirty minutes, whether it's an hour, you know, we're not we're not going to go overboard. Mm-hmm. We're not going to you know we're not going to devote. Too much effort to it. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be light and breezy.
0: You all realize Steph is not talking to you. She's just simply talking to me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll be watching it on the CW Seed where all the episodes are available. So download the app to your mobile device or just watch it on your computer at CWSeed.com. Um, we'll be binge watching it three episodes at a time except for next week's podcast, which we'll just be watching the first four. Okay, so those episodes are titled A World Full of Strangers, I Say a Little Prayer, Beale Street After Dark, and Nobody Loves Me But My Mother.
1: So this is Nitsis.
0: Sure, you know more than me. Okay. <laughs> all right, uh,
1: I'll have to look up the uh, the show showrunner and all the EPs and stuff. All if I know
0: is it's... With- it's produced by Tom Welling, who played Clark Kent in Smallville. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to
1: Uh That's just a name. Uh,
0: so yeah, unfortunately, there's no DVD release of this, folks. And uh, you know, if you're signing off, we'll be we'll be coming back and doing other teen shows. So just you know, stay subscribed if you're not too into Hellcats. Um, I'm going to put a six minute preview in the Facebook group uh, for you all to check out, and of course a link. To uh, the CWC feed um, And uh, that's it Steph I'm looking forward to Doing some cheerleading with you
1: Oh yeah
0: <laughs> We're really doing this
1: <laughs> Yep yeah, We're not stopping We're, 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 we're keeping on
0: yeah.
1: We're going to do this We're going to watch all the CW slash WB shows
0: Yeah Slash
1: Fox Don't and, forget
0: Party of Five and Fox. Yeah Yeah <laughs> And eventually we'll run out of all of those And we'll have to dip, dip, dip into the ABC uh, Family slash freeform
2: Oh yeah
1: There's some good ones on there Oh that was a great show
0: You'll have to convince me Yeah <laughs> Alright folks uh, uh, Thanks for joining us for Dawson's Creek If you are signing off for now uh, We'll see you back here uh, shortly And we'll do, be doing Hellcats And then more stuff after that um, So bye everybody Best.